0: Good morning, You're with Cameron on the Brecky Show here on 2VM, 17 minutes to 9 o'clock. Joining us on the phone is our wonderful member for Northern Tablelands, Adam Marshall. How are you going, Adam? G'day, Cameron. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. And uh, you've been in Moree over the last couple of days. Um, what have people come up to you and discussed certain things? And
1: Yeah, there's been look, a couple of very, very positive uh, announcements that I was in Moree for, aside from... Uh, general meetings, Cameron, but a couple of very exciting announcements, the first of which is it was good to have the Minister for Regional Transport and Roads in Moree yesterday Mm -hmm. um, and uh, made uh, a very significant announcement about uh, securing Moree's air services for the next two years. Uh, The government uh, has extended the exclusive contract uh, that QantasLink has to service the Moree to Sydney route uh, for a further two years. Uh, from September this year so that is incredibly exciting news. Um, of course the community absolutely loves uh, its air service, mm-hmm. uh, Link in particular and that air service is absolutely critical as we know for the Moree economy but also people getting to medical appointments and a lot of visiting specialists uh, coming into Moree. So at a time that's very very uncertain of course with COVID-19 and all sorts of other things, uh, particularly for regional aviation. Uh, Moree now has absolute security of its air service for the mm-hmm. next two years. And QantasLink is really, really uh, pleased with the relationship it has with council, with the community, um, and that's um, really, really exciting news. Uh, mm-hmm. And something, uh, as I know we've talked about it in the past, I've been mean, working on that on behalf of the community for a little while now to get the government to agree to simply extend the contract rather than yep. go out to public expression of interest so really pleased that that's happened and uh, the other thing that um, we announced yesterday was the uh, a 2 million dollar upgrade of the Moree train station uh, mm-hmm. and uh, that train station is a heritage listed train station but uh, <clears throat> there are, there's precious little seating security lighting Uh, you name it, it needs a fair bit of uh, TLC uh, done on it, and uh, that money will be used to fully upgrade that station. There will now be a community consultation process, so the community and council will determine what that $2 million is spent on at the station. Uh, Some people have already suggested to me that we need a bigger rest area slash uh, undercover enclosed bus stop in Mm -hmm. the car parking area, uh, some more seating on the platform, uh, an access ramp, um, things like that, because that train station there is over a hundred thousand tourists that come to Moree each year via the train. That is the first thing they see when they get to Moree is the train station.
0: Yeah. And I want
1: to make sure that when people get off the train, <coughs> they go wow. You know, they get that <laughs> wow factor when they get yeah. off the train and go wow, this is Moree, instead of <coughs> getting off at a station that's quite small a little bit antiquated and doesn't really have much there to say welcome to Moree or anything exciting so
0: um
1: want to have that and it's the last thing they see when they leave so uh and this meshes in well because in 2023 which sounds a fair way away but it'll come around in a flash those old explorer trains those 24 year old explorer trains will go off the tracks and the brand new regional train fleet will come online uh, we'll have a brand new train for Moree. it'll be bigger faster more spacious more comfortable So it'll be great to have a brand-new train and basically a brand-new train station to welcome visitors to Moree.
0: Well, that's great news for public transport indeed. And with uh, lots of coronavirus clusters happening in Sydney, has the Premier made an announcement about uh, if there's going to be another lockdown or any more restrictions for public venues and restaurants and that sort of thing?
1: No, there... There won't At this stage, there's not going to be any statewide lockdowns, and I don't believe that there will be a need to do so. I mean, if there are particular outbreaks and clusters that get quite severe in a place, say, Sydney, well, then why do we need to lock down E, you know, yeah. 800 900 k's away? Uh, so if you can lock down individual suburbs or postcodes or Sydney itself and leave those areas that don't have any cases and haven't had any cases for months uh, to... Go about their business. I think, I think the premier and I think all governments of all persuasions are very, very aware that we've got to balance health priorities with economic priorities. Yep. Um, we we can't afford to shut down all of our businesses again uh, and put people out of work. It, it's yeah. just going to be far too costly. Fair enough. If there's, if, you know, if there was. 200 people in Moree that had coronavirus, well, of course you'd lock the place down. You've got to for public health, but not not if there's no cases. Uh, And uh, and so I don't think that'll happen, although they have announced some restrictions, uh, uh, tightening of restrictions for pubs and clubs. But again, it's it's, it's only a a, a restriction that applies to metropolitan pubs. You know, a 300-person limit on venues. Well, we don't... we simply don't have a venue that could hold 300 people anyway, uh, yep. with physical distancing in place. So it really only affects some places in Sydney. So, okay. yeah, I think everyone's, everyone's got to be careful. Like, we've yep. still got to be vigilant. We've still got to be washing our hands or using hand sanitizer, physical distancing. Um, you know, this coronavirus is spread by, by contact with other people. So if you, you can still go out and, and go to a restaurant, go to a pub, um, you know, hang out with your mates. But you just got to be physically distant. I know it's a different way of doing things, but we're all getting used to it, and it's crucial because if we do that, then even if someone that you meet has COVID nineteen, you can't get it if you maintain physical distancing. So you you just got to we just got to keep doing the right thing, and we'll um, we'll get through.
0: Oh, that's cool! Yeah, I know that um, University of Queensland has announced they're starting human trials on a, a potential vaccine. Is there any universities or health institutions in New South Wales doing the same thing, or are they they researching for a new vaccine and treatments? Have you heard? Yeah, look,
1: there are there are uh, several universities across Australia. I think it's the the University of Sydney or the University of New South Wales participating. Uh, in, in a research project together with a couple of universities overseas. Uh, I, look, Cameron, everyone, I yeah. think it's fair to say that almost anyone who works in this field, that is of uh, vaccine research and development, is absolutely working round the clock to come mm. up with some sort of vaccine. Because unless we have a vaccine for COVID-19, the, we, we will be living with COVID-19 and have to learn to live alongside it for... Many many years to come. All the expert advice says that only two things will will get us back to what it was like prior to COVID. Either a vaccine, or we in Australia we develop what's called herd immunity, and that means that about seventy to eighty percent of the population would have to actually contract coronavirus to develop uh, uh, immunity within their immune system to it. Yeah. And once you get that threshold then you've got herd immunity across Australia and it won't impact people anymore. But um, we're a long, 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 long way away from that. That would require millions, that would require about 18, 19 million people uh, to get infected with coronavirus. And I think we're only still in the thousands. So, yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah, he's hoping they do find a a vaccine
0: (laughs) before too long yeah yeah let's hope so and uh someone just rang up before our interview um wanting to know when you're next in maury i know you said before that you spent the last two days here um are you coming back to maury anytime soon yeah I'll, i'll be
1: back in town next week but um look like always if anyone wants to get hold of me um um, they can either drop into the office uh, in Baylow Street, uh, 161 Baylow Street, or just give the, the office a call, 67525002, uh, and talk to the staff there, and either they can help you out or they can make an appointment for me to see you or grab your details and I can give them a ring. Um, yeah, um, plenty of ways uh, that the help, but the, the office is there for a reason, so if people need a bit of help or they've got a concern... Just drop in, or, or pick up the phone, or or there's always the opportunity to uh, to drop an email. So okay. uh, yeah, it's a it's a big electorate I get around as best I can. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I think I'll be I think uh, I've got my diary in front of me, Karen, But I'm pretty sure I'm in Moree late next week. I think
0: yeah. Okay. No worries. Well, thanks very much for joining us today, Adam, and uh, all the best with whatever's going to be discussed in Parliament next time. And I look forward to chatting with you next Friday.
1: Thanks, Cameron.